I'm here to be an all-time great. You're now rocking with the best. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot! The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. The podcast you're about to listen to right now, I was on the Profanity Nation podcast. We talk about the documentary of Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, and the potential the Lakers return to practice May 16th. So here it is, everybody. Let's get it. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where professional players deserve professional fans. Joined here as usual by Stat Pat and Money Mike, but we have a real special guest with us tonight, and that is Big Baby Jonathan from Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. How you doing, Big Baby? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, man. It's an honor to be on this channel, man. I love the work that you guys do, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been trying to get this together for a little while. We got it together, so this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we're going to talk about a few things today. Uh, we're going to get into to uh, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. We really want to learn uh, how you got that started and so forth. Uh, then we're going to talk about the really good episode seven and eight from uh, The Last Dance. That was just outstanding. Um, and then hopefully we'll get into the fact that we have some really great news that uh, NBA gyms are reopening across the country at different times and different places, but we'll discuss that. All right, let's get started with uh, uh, talking about uh, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Big Baby, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, tell us how you got started. Um, I got started by uh, September 16, 2016. Started recording on the app called Game Takes, and my first ever guest was on it was Peter Vesey from Peter Vesey and that app crashed and I was like man what's the other app and my friend was like try Anchor loved Anchor and I love what I do very passionate you know this week on Tuesday I got uh, Trevor Lane from LakersNation.com and Wednesday I got Ryan Ward from uh, um, LakersNation.com as well so I'm busy love what I do very passionate you know my main goal before the year is over to get the owner on the channel and Dwight Howard that's one of my goals well, I was, I was checking into you a little bit there, and you've got uh, over 2,700 followers on Twitter, and including those, uh, one of those is Matt Barnes, so uh, he's following you there. And then on Instagram, you have over 1,700 followers, and you have actually some quite influential followers there, being uh, Jeannie Buss and Dwight Howard, uh, so uh, amongst others. So, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're kicking some uh, uh, ran there. Yeah, I am. I, I just put the hard work each and every day and here's the thing every time i make a mistake on the podcast i watch film learn from it 
get better just like Kobe would do in his game. So if he doesn't, if he hits, misses a game winner, he'll look back at it. Okay, what can I do to get better next week? Every time I make a mistake, I watch film on myself to get better. Absolutely. So you're taking the Mamba mentality and applying it to what you do every day. Yep. I love what I do, man. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, you say you just kind of got started, but what, how long have you been a Laker fan? You've been a Laker fan your whole life. Was there a Laker fan in the family that turned you on to him or what? Uh, my brother, Anthony, and then my grandma, they would watch, like, the series that I started watching was when they played Indiana against Reggie Miller, and I saw Shaq go get fouled out, and Kobe take over. I just liked how Kobe played, and I fell in love with the game of basketball because of that game. Because of that game. Awesome. Yeah. Have you ever played, or you used to play for fun or anything? Oh, uh, well, I was in, I used to live in Sacramento as well. I played in the church league, and the funny thing was, the team name was the Kings. I'm like, I'm not going to wear this. Uh, no, it's, it's basketball. I'm just going to put it on and have fun. You know, and we won the championship that year. But the thing was, I missed that game because I had to go to my graduation. Oh, so that's okay. important. That's important. Yeah. You know, you know, you got to take it in stride. You know, I, I've coached my son's basketball team for years. Uh, he's now 21 and older, so he's on his own. But, um, you know, uh, everyone in the league knew that I was a huge Laker fan. So, of course, it turned out that I was t- coaching the Celtics. Um, yeah. <laughs> so of course they made that happen. But I'll tell you what we. You said I just yeah, never yeah, took that gig. You are gonna have to. Um, you should never took that gig, man. You know that was a volunteer gig. Uh, you know what? Anything for the kids, man. But uh, you know we 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 played hard and uh, took it to the championship game and uh, just came three points short of a sixteen point comeback. But it was an outstanding game. So. Uh, yeah, I know. You just got to take it in stride when you're on the wrong team or associated with the wrong team, my man. Yeah, the funny thing about living in Sacramento, I would get hate every time I go to school with Laker jersey. And when we lost to Boston in the 2008 finals, I still rocked my Laker jersey and I still got hate, but I'm like, I'm repping this team, win, lose, or draw. You know, I'm very passionate. Yeah, that, yeah that's what you got to do. You know, that's, that's what you got to do. You've never abandoned a team, Mm-mm. you know, and, and, you know, and you got to be. Uh, I, I know you're probably the same as as I, and, and I know Stat Pat is. If something happens in the news media, you know your phone rings, and you're you're basically uh, doing a uh, doing a press conference to all your friends. Yep. You know about <laughs> about what uh, about what happened, who made the move, who did what, how come was that? Like you know, but you got you got to rock, uh, rock your team all the time. So you know, I, I respect you as a, as a uh, Laker fan. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, we're always in the trenches taking it. It's, uh, whenever they're playing bad, we always have to take the brunt. We get the texts. We get the phone calls. And when they're playing good, everyone just makes excuses as to why they're playing good. It's just exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, Skip yeah. Bayless makes, like, excuses every time we win. Oh, it's because this person didn't do good. Oh, LeBron. Like, Skip, I don't like Skip Bayless as an analyst, but overall, as a human, he's probably cool. But it's, yeah. I don't like Skip Bayless. He just hates on us too much. And that's why I want the Lakers to win the championship so bad just to see what Skip Bayless says. And I hope LeBron says something. He normally doesn't like to talk back to people in the media. I want him to just go off on Skip Bayless. That would make <laughs> bittersweet if he did that. Yeah, yeah. Skip Bayless doesn't believe the Lakers have ever won a game. They just believe every other team has lost games. <laughs> you know, it's always it was always their game. Oh, they lost it because they didn't do this. Not because the Lakers ever won the game because they did something. But for me, the re- I feel like Skip just does that. But at the end of the day, I really feel like Skip things deep down Jordan's or LeBron's on the same level Jordan so that's why he just maybe likes LeBron a little maybe he talks about him so much because to be honest I'm gonna keep it real that's the one thing I do on my channel keep it real I used to not like LeBron 
used to bash him, the whole Kobe and LeBron thing. Once right, he came on, back, hang on, hang on. Let me mute Money Mike really quick because okay. okay. I'm, I'm letting him. I'm letting him talk. I haven't. Uh, uh, um, uh, Money Mike is is our resident LeBron hater. So go ahead. Yeah, he's, yeah. I never used to like LeBron. Um, when he came back down three one, I told my brother. LeBron comes back down three one. I'll respect him. He did. He shut me up. And once he became a Laker, there's no point hanging on somebody. He's a Laker. I just want to win a championship. As you can see behind me, I want to win another one. You know, if he brings the ring to LA, cool. You know, I'm just wanting. I'm tired of missing the playoffs. I want to get a championship back in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think we're all ready for that. Go ahead, Mike. I know you're here. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? You know what? Let me just say this. Um, I really contemplated on wearing. My LeBron is not the GOAT shirt tonight, but I, mm. I knew we was going to be amongst guests, and I figured I'd just wear my regular Lakers shirt today, mm. you know, <laughs> it's, instead of that. Um, look, man, I'm an avid Laker fan, you know, uh, you know, die hard. You you see, I'm in my Laker room, those, all this memorabilia is autographed, you know, and go over here all the way through, through and through. So, you know, I'm a die hard Laker fan. Um, through it through. I cannot stand LeBron. Mm-hmm. I root for him because he is on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, he, in my opinion, he's not the GOAT, but I do want to win the championship. So, um, you know, I'm rooting for him this year. Because, but I am, uh, there's nothing LeBron can do that, that would ever make me think that he was a GOAT. I think he's a great guy, great person. He helps out a lot of people. Uh, you know, all this philanthropy is amazing. But as a basketball player, no. I, I I don't feel LeBron at all. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, do you think he, you uh, you probably just he have that killer mentality or no? No, absolutely not. See, here's here's my thing. Yeah. You know, I love these two episodes. I know we're going to get into. Um, I know we're going to get into the last dance. Mm-hmm. But I love these two episodes because everything Jordan was doing, Kobe did. You know, and yeah. so I'm watching this. I'm like, man, I'm loving this. I love how he was getting in this. He was fighting with his teammates and loved how he was just making them, you know, say, you're going to be great or you're not, you either going to do it this way because I know we can win this way or, you know, you're not, you, you ain't, you ain't built for this team and I don't need you, you know? And so the whole time I'm watching these two episodes and how Jordan treated his players, I'm looking at Kobe. You know, and 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 I'm, it makes me, and I'm not really. And Pat, I tell you, I've known Pat what twenty years back. I'm yep. not, a, I'm not a Jordan fan. You know, I, I respect his game. You know, but I, I, I'm admiring him more because of this because I see so much of Kobe inside of it. I said the fact that um, he could go and say, you know what, <laughs> you know, I, I love it when they said. BJ Armstrong uh, yelled and screamed and said, "Oh, you you woke up a sleeping giant and it was gonna be a rough day." You know, mm-hmm. the, you know the fact that he was laughing at Gary Payton because Gary Payton thought he shut him down and he kind of wanted to lose the game on purpose so he could go for Father's Day, but Gary Payton didn't even know that. You know, he was just hyped up, thought he shut him down. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jordan's still laughing about it because Jordan had control of when they were gonna win or lose. LeBron said we were gonna be in playoff mode. We didn't make the playoffs. Oh yeah, I remember so, that. I remember so, that. So my old thing is, if you say you're gonna, we gonna be in playoff mode, we gotta make the playoffs, dude. I, and that's all I'm saying, you know. And it, I can't say we were we were injured. We, it was 21 games left in the season. We were three games out out of the eighth seed. All we got to have you do is win 
you know, uh, basically go 15 and six and we make the playoffs and we couldn't do that. So I, is LeBron a good player? Yes. But it, 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 it's for me, it's heart and mentality uh, versus, um, you know, versus skill. And my last point, I'll let you talk. I, I said all the time, you know, speaking of the, uh, of, the, of the Kings, I tell people all the time, if Chris Webber would have my baby's heart, we might we might have lost. Yeah, it's crazy, man. A lot of people don't like LeBron because some people, for me, the one thing I get irritated with LeBron, he passes too much. He dominates. Get to the post, go to work. Don't pass. Go to the basket, get fouled, go to the and one. Because during games, pass, 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 pass. Then try to take over. He's out of rhythm. Get the ball in the post, go to work. Norman can guard you. Against the Clippers and Bucks, he was dominating. And I want to see that from LeBron James when the season comes back. I want to see this pass, pass, pass. I want to see him dominate, take over games, hit game winning shots, you know? Just like see, Jordan. Are you talking about to start the game or are you just talking about the games in general? Just in games in general, because sometimes he just passes too much, man. It's like the little dudes on you, go to work. The little dudes on you, go buy them. Like Shaq would say, barbecue chicken, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, man. I don't think LeBron doesn't, for me, LeBron doesn't have that, like, Kobe, I'm going to take over. He just, he's a team first player. You know, it's all about yeah, but, the team. Yeah, but look, I mean, look, Magic Johnson was mm-hmm. a winner, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He also was, he's number fifth in, in assists right now. So he passed the ball, yeah. you know. So to me, that's not really the, the factor. The factor is just the actual having the will mm-hmm. to win and and be so. The, you see how, uh, how Jordan was like, yo, um, uh, I see you tomorrow for for training. I'm up to train all season, get back in shape. I don't want this again. You see how he invited everybody coming for a space jam, yep. and so he basically was scouting what everybody was doing, and they didn't even know it. They thought they were just coming to have fun to play games. He is he is doing uh, things in a, in a scouting way, so that way he can figure out what Always their weaknesses are. Always competing. Always competing. Always. Always. And yeah. LeBron, you know, they he, he just uh, anyway. With that being said, I do want to win a championship. Pat, where are you at? <laughs> I'm right here, bro. I'm just soaking it all in, man. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to jump in. You know me. I mean, he's our he's on our team, so that's why I do like LeBron James right now. Um, but, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you, Big Baby, um, being that you're like a Laker fan after 2000, Mm-hmm. Um, and you pretty much have seen the creation of LeBron James, or just the you know the the his art, if you will. You how was it as a Laker fan having that like that Kobe versus you know um, LeBron? Because uh, you had to be because you're in the thick of it. You're you're you know you're younger than I am, and mm-hmm. so you're gonna have these young guys that always LeBron is their goat. Whereas to me, I went lived through you know Maddie Johnson. I lived through Michael Jordan. So I already had two people that I considered the GOATs, not to mention even sprinkled in, you know, uh, you know, Dr. J and Larry Bird. So I was already having all these all-time great kind of players. When Jordan came, they pretty much shut everything down until Kobe was able to insert himself back into the conversation. And then, of course, you know, LeBron was anointed. So how was it? I mean, how do you – I mean, because you still – you never getting that right now. I mean – you know, I mean, Kobe rest in peace, but you still have to deal with, you know, being a Kobe fan and knowing that you're a straight Kobe because I'm a, I'm a Magic Johnson fan over mm-hmm. Kobe. Not to take anything away from Kobe, but I I, I just love me some Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. But there's just there's somebody that's my age that's they're Shaq people or they're Kobe people, you know what I'm saying? But for me, it was Magic Johnson. So, for, you know, the debate about Kobe Bryant, I knew Kobe Bryant wasn't going to be in, in the in the conversation when they pretty much put 
you know, Jordan over Magic. That was it. It was pretty much Kobe had to win seven championships or he wasn't going to be the one. So let me know, man, how you deal with it as, you know, a younger Laker fan versus, you know, us old heads. Um, it's crazy because every time the Lakers would lose, oh, it's Kobe's fault. And, we just, and then when I say the reason Cleveland lost, it's LeBron's fault. Oh, you're just a hater. I would get into it so much. I would almost get into fights over LeBron and Kobe debate. It's like, and then once Kobe passed, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Don't want to debate that no more. Kobe's the GOAT. In my opinion, if you say LeBron's the GOAT, it's your opinion, you know? Keep it pushing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I literally got kicked off a podcast a couple months ago because I said, Kobe's better than uh, LeBron. Dude called me a name. He called me a clown. I just said, take me off your podcast and then. And then he oh, did. Damn. So it's just, it's whatever. You know, here's an here's interesting thing about it. You have to look at the market, mm. right? So, and if you look at it in, in the sense, um, you know, New York is a huge market. L.A. is a huge market. When Jordan came to Chicago, they didn't spend nothing out of Jordan. Jordan just became Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, and he became Jordan in Chicago. So, you know, because of the way, you know, and I, and I talk about marketing and gym shoes mm-hmm. and everything like that, but he did that in Chicago where he made that team a basketball powerhouse. Um, LeBron went to Cleveland. Every Cleveland Browns, <laughs> Cleveland, <laughs> you know, Cleveland Indians, everybody in Cleveland lost, right? So when LeBron goes to Cleveland, of course he's going to be the savior because, you know, he he is making them relevant. He creates, you know, so he's created relevance in those uh, particular places. There's two teams in the NBA, and that, and I would say, and only two teams, and that is Boston and and um, the, uh, L.A., where we because we have a winning mentality, you you don't get that leverage, mm-hmm. you know, that you have on other teams. Now, I to prove the point, and let's not even talk about L.A. Let's talk about Paul Pierce. If Paul Pierce was on any other team. He would be higher up on the on the platform, but you're comparing Paul Pierce to Larry Bird, Hamilton, uh, Bill Russell. Uh, I mean, you know, half half their numbers are retired over there, right? Mm-hmm. So if Paul Pierce was on the Kings or or on, uh, you know, Clippers. Oak, Clippers, any any team outside of Boston, he'll probably be one of the greatest players ever played. But because He's compared to the, the uh, people that come through there. That's what makes the difference. So you're saying it's perception. You're saying it's just perception compared to what that team has previously accomplished. Well, it, well, I'm not. It's not really perception. It, it really is. You know, what's your what's your standard? You know, I mean, LA has a standard of winning. So when you come over here, you got to win. And if you don't win, we don't want you. You know, if you don't have a standard of winning, and then you become a winner, then. You know, in, in in that small town, then it's like, oh my God, this is the greatest guy to ever play the game. So that's why you think Jordan got that, and that's why you think LeBron gets that. Definitely, why LeBron gets that. Definitely, okay. why. I'm, and and, and um, Jordan deserved it. LeBron did. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Jordan um, took that, on all the bigs. All the bigs. Okay. Well, that's a perfect lead-in to our topic here of the Last Dance, episode seven and eight. Uh, they were outstanding. We finally got into the nitty-gritty of this, guys. We finally got to see the dirt and some of the behind-the-scenes. They pulled back the curtain, and we saw some of the grit. Um, I thought it was great to see, and to be honest with you, it really actually 
made Kobe look again more like a competitor as opposed to uh, a jerk or whatever. Um, you know, uh, Jonathan, you know, I, I had the opportunity, the blessing to go to a few Laker practices in my day. And, um, you know, Kobe would be at these practices. And, you know, I went back in the day when Sasha was on the team and such. And Sasha was his whipping boy. Um, he was brutal, relentless. Um, other smaller men would cry. I'm telling you. Now, that could be, and I, I bet you if Kobe, if you ask Kobe about it today or in 10 years or whatever, um, he'd say that this right here, the, the eyebrows, so that's because I gave him a hard time in practice and he can handle that big uh, free throw right there. Um, he was absolutely relentless. And we got to see that finally in episode seven and eight of uh, uh, The Last Dance. How, what'd you think about the show? What'd you think about these episodes? Um, amazing. Love these episodes. Just shows that Michael Jordan's competitor. And here's the thing I want to get into real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody on Twitter, people are like, Michael Jordan didn't win without Sky Pippen, but didn't Sky Pippen beg Jordan to come back and help him win the championship? Just is that I just want to know because a lot of people on Twitter are like Michael Jordan didn't win without Sky Pippen, and in the NBA you can't win without you can't win without a team. Okay, well you can say Kobe and Derek Fisher then. Same well, thing, yep. it's yep. so funny. These are, but you know, it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, I think the same people um, that are asking you that are saying that to you. Mm -hmm. Or asking that question about the legitimacy of Jordan being the GOAT are the same ones that are going to prop up Kevin Durant as being one of the greatest ever because of the fact that he won two rings. Now we know why mm -hmm. he won two rings. And be honest with you, he should have stayed with the you know with OKC. He probably would have got past OKC and got to probably got his got his chance to go against LeBron legitimately. Yeah. But when he went into the super team, all those, all those championships, you look at them, they're just rings now. I mean, it's almost kind of like devaluing. Now, the rings is still a ring. I mean, you're going to go ahead and still, you know, it's going to be in 10, 15 years, no one's really going to care about it because we don't care about the, you know, the Miami Heat championships as much as we did at the time when they made that super team. But just so when you see right now, you know, Michael Jordan going through what he's going through, and he's basically, you see him giving it on, I mean, now, of course, this is his documentary. So, of course, they're going to give him the raw, but they're going to make him look better than he was. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, it's it's going to be a slant to it. I mean, I'm not, I mean, we should understand that. It's not going to make him a complete, it's not a, you know, a 60-minute special. But, you know, you do get to see him going through a lot of stuff. A lot of people don't know that he was, you know, a lot of people, young people don't understand about the, the, the impact his dad had on him and how bananas it is to even think a person of that magnitude father getting murdered like not just dying of a heart attack not just like you know any kind of car crash he got murdered and that was just so shocking and him having to deal with him being mike and having to deal with all that to come back and see him cry when he won that championship i ain't gonna lie man it kind of touched me because i i felt that i mean they, they set that moment up because we all remember seeing it but we really the the weight of it was really was beautifully shown in this documentary to kind of like bring you all the way up to this moment and what he's going to feel and how like yeah damn it was Father's Day I forgot it was Father's Day that just added on and especially since it's Mother's Day and we're all spending with our moms today you know or or you know we're all having you know thinking about mom our mom yeah it's, it's it's it was it was really well done I mean and it's and it's and it's crazy to see you know once you start to put these guys resumes up 
it's really hard to beat Jordan, dude. I mean, it's really hard right now. Even with Kobe. Um, you know, I kind of liked at, at one point, and uh, I might have been Cartwright, I'm not sure. Uh, he just mentioned that, you know, Jordan couldn't have been that great without being who he was. He couldn't have been a nice guy. Oh, yeah, with Uzi Armstrong. Okay, I'm sorry. It just could not have been a nice guy and, and bring that. Uh, intensity is just impossible and uh, I'm going to agree because you saw the same intensity the same grit the same relentless tormenting to his teammates that Kobe put but you know what it brought him along and got him some championships I I, I honestly think I honestly think in in general even if you take it out of basketball to be successful like Steve Jobs they they tell you he was a ho but his vision and what he wanted to design and where he pushed people, you know, uh, everybody has iPhone now, you know, or, or half the people do. And, and, and and the smartphone in general is what he developed. Like they have a story about, he said he wanted it to be, uh, the phone, the, uh, I think it was iPod to be smaller. They said, we can't make it smaller. He took the iPod and put it in, uh, in an aquarium and, and the bubbles came out of it. He said it could be smaller. Now, could you imagine that developer that's been work, working all this time on this product, trying to mm-hmm. satisfy him, and they and he dropped it into the aquarium and told him this ain't good enough? But and you could you imagine how they felt? That's that's a punch, you know, in, in the chest. You know, yeah. the same thing. But you when you require greatness, you have to be a you have to be selfish because it, it, there's no way to. There's no way to uh, be great any other way, in my opinion. I think it's kind of, um, I, I think it's a simple theory, to be honest with you. I think um, most most people who are a genius in their field will come across as an a-hole, as uh, impatient to others. And it's simply because they're so far advanced. They're already thinking so far advanced that it really does frustrate them. And I don't care if you put that to basketball, if you put that to science, or you put that to a musician. You get a musician who's used to getting things done, and you got someone in there who's slowing things. He's going to get frustrated. He's not going to tolerate that. He's probably going to scream at him. Uh, you hear that with actors. Christian Bale went off on a lighting guy or a sound guy. You're interfering with my shot. So it's not unheard of. Um, the difference is, is that I think the basketball, other than um, you know the NBA, forgive me, uh, other than other sports, is the most transparent point, uh, transparent sport out there. You see the locker room, you see and you hear, and you actually see the players' faces. In other sports, you don't see that, so you see the emotion. Uh, you see them talking off the field. You know, when football comes off, they've got a helmet on. You can hear something going on. They're always, you know, doing this. You see everything raw with basketball on every play. And um, that gives but you, you know what? Chance. I mean, listen, you you got it. You have to build that armor. I mean, you build that armor, and, and you you need to make that practices better, uh, easier, harder than the game. If you make the yeah. if you go and make the practices harder than the game, the game is not a problem. Exactly. All right. Well, episodes were great. Let's move on to some really good news. Okay, guys. Uh, let's let uh, Jonathan go ahead and uh, break a little bit of what he knows about this. Uh, NBA slowly but surely getting back to, to work here. Go ahead and fill us in, Jonathan. Uh, May 16th is when the uh, Lakers are targeting for them to open up a practice facility. It's Vaughn. Tier workouts, I believe. You know, I read it. It's volunteer. If, if I'm Lakers, players, go, go, go practice. Do your thing, get in shape, 
and let's win this championship, man. You know, I'm just excited. Hopefully, it comes back. If it doesn't, just got to keep it pushing, man. I'm excited for May 16th, man. Hopefully, some good news comes this week about them opening it maybe Friday. You know, we just got to wait and see. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're hoping, obviously, that we get back to a, a, an NBA season and mm-hmm. hopefully into some playoffs. And there's been a lot of mixed emotions out on uh, social media today about that. Um, I'd like to read one thing that Adam Silver had to say in regards to um, the season getting going and, and one possibility of if it did. Um, Adam Silver told players that if a player tested positive during the NBA's return, that player would be isolated and quarantined, but there would be no stoppage in play. The NBA would conduct daily testing to ensure players would ha- were healthy. So essentially, if you had a player on your team, possibly a star player that tested positive, they're not going to stop the playoffs. You're without that player for at least two weeks. If you have a couple players, you're pretty much done for the playoffs. That's just what it's going to be. Um, that's, you know, a interesting take on it. And, of course, that brought up uh, a comment from the great Shaquille O'Neal um, that, that his thoughts were that any team that wins it this year now has an asterisk. They're not going to get the respect. So scrap the whole season. Worry about the safety of the fans and the people. Come back next year. So, obviously, you have people on both sides of the fence. We talked a little bit last week about whether or not a championship this year would uh, come along with an asterisk. I'll take it. I don't care. We were playing well. Um, I think, to be honest with you, that an asterisk will really be determined on who actually would win it. If it's one of the top four teams, two in the East, two in the West, no asterisk. You got Memphis that all of a sudden comes in because L.A., it has, you know, LA teams have a guy who's sick and, or so forth, and this ha- then of course there's going to be one. So I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, what do you think, Money? Oh, I, I, this is this is asterisk. Anyway, whoever wins, it's going to be asterisk. Um, but I, I believe Pat made the um, point a couple couple of shows ago um, that San Antonio strike season is asterisk. But you know, Tim Duncan is a is a five ring champion, so. You know, after about, you know, five, ten years from now, it's just going to say Lakers got 17 championships. Uh, you know, we, we're going to talk about it in hindsight about how it's Astros and anybody else, but these are un- uncontrollable um, circumstances. Let's, let's get this straight. We're not going to talk about it. Laker haters right. will talk well, about it. Right. But, Boston, Boston's going to talk about it. Right. We're not going to about it we'll be well, well we see we see we see there you go that's what because we are the, the the laker apologists not or, or and and the spokespeople for the lakers that's why we're talking about it because you know it is what it is so yeah um but no i mean i think it's good for us um i'm excited for them to get back in any capacity um you know it, it, it's, it's tough you you gotta there, there has to be to me a guideline or a structure and the only way you really could do it is is have you know west coast play the west coast 10 games east coast play the east coast 10 games whatever just to get back in shape and try your best man just to isolate those particular people you know uh i i think it look if if if, if it's a 200 people that it takes to you know team coaches trainers that 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 group and we test these 200 people and they're all negative then we just need to make sure that we quarantine these 200 people to the end of the season 
You know, if, if that kind of made sense. I mean, for real. It's like they're on if the it, jury. It, they're on the OJ jury, and they're they're not allowed to to talk. I mean, that's a, you know, that's really asking the players to do a lot. You're asking them to 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 you know isolate from their families when they've already been quarantining from their families, just like us. Okay, so okay, I'm sorry to cut you Asking a lot. Well, I mean, okay, is it really asking a lot though? They've been quarantining with their families. They've not seen them. Come on, let's go ahead and get this ring and, and, and pick this up. Look, y'all been, you guys have been home for two months playing Yahtzee and doing TikTok videos and, <laughs> and cards and playing spades. Look, this is what we want to do now. In order to finish the season and crown a champion, we want you to tell, tell your family we're not going to see you for about a month and a half until we get in, get in, in the season. Because if not... And because if, if somebody gets tested positive, it's, it it just destroys everything. It makes it, you know, it, it's it's the what if. Like you, I feel Kevin Durant, if he had a bonus Achilles, in Toronto wouldn't want a championship. And I don't want that scenario because someone was stupid and went out to a club. Won a and, two winner. <laughs> won a two winner, and that's understandable. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, yeah. Pat? I mean, I I know it's a crazy idea. I mean, I mean, when I think about this season in general, it's going to be an asterisk, like you said, regardless. Um, but at the same time, let's be let's be honest, we're all playing under the same conditions. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like we are all we're it's a it's an unfair advantage for the Lakers to be playing during the coronavirus pandemic. No, that's not the case. I mean, Milwaukee gotta navigate through the same stuff. Clippers got to navigate through it. Houston got to navigate through it. Everyone that's got championship aspirations got to still work with whatever they got to win that championship. Now, is Milwaukee Bucks going to go ahead and turn down a championship after they've been thirsting for it for almost 40 years? Heck no, they're not going to do that thing. So basically, it helps us because we are going, if we win, it's 17 championships of, amongst all the championships we got, right? That would be the 17th amongst the other ones that we already had. We've been, this is what we do. Championship is in our DNA. So it's not even about, Oops. oh man, they fluked it up. Now, the Clippers, they that's the championship they don't want. Because you know, if the Clippers run around there with this championship, there's no way in the world us as Laker fans are ever going to let the Clippers let that down with that championship. That's, a really that's good the point worst that I hadn't thought about. And I'm going to add that to my uh, armory against Clipper fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if, any, if anyone does not want the season to start, it got to be the Clippers because it's in the luck. They actually win. I mean, how? I mean, really? And to know that the Golden State Warriors are going to be full strength again, and we know Kyrie and KD coming back. Like, the league is going to get harder, not to mention everyone's going to tweak to go ahead and stop the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be harder next year. So if we win, hey, we're supposed, we're supposed to win. We're the odds-on favorite. Clippers win. Now they got to change the championship. They're going to go ahead and put it on their stadium and look like clowns. And so that's all I'm saying. Like, to me, you know, like, let's bring it on, win that championship, and we'll just go ahead and, like you said, in about 10, 15 years, talk about how the world stood still in 2020 and how everyone didn't have full seasons or, like, because, like, baseball got to deal with the same problem, football dealing with a problem, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think, like, look, come to this, this uh, pandemic, let's get back to games. Separate the people, quarantine them, and let's go on. Because at the end of the day, and this is my, I don't want to sound, I'm not trying to sound political, but this is just, we, at the end of the day, we gotta, we gotta move on with life. You know, things gotta get, we gotta find a way. 
I mean, I get that we want to go ahead and, 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 you know, and flatten the curve, and I'm doing my part, bro. I'm staying home all the time. But eventually, we're going to have to put one foot in front of the other and let's slowly start getting things back to normal. Whatever that new normal is, what it is. But we eventually got to start doing something, something similar, you know, some similar to normal. Talk to us, Jonathan. Yeah, um, I want to play. I want Lakers to get the championship because this 2020 has been crazy. Kobe passing away, RPD Kobe, and stoppage of season, coming back and winning. This will be the most crazy season I've been a part of. And LeBron is 36, I believe. Right now, or 35. I think he's 36. 36 already. Yeah. So he's going to be 36 next year. And the West is going to be tough. Golden State's going to get better. All the teams in the West going to get better. So we have to win it now because this, this whole LA needs a championship to just do it for Kobe. Lakers win this championship for Kobe and celebrate, you know, this championship in honor of Kobe, man. Because last six years, Lakers have been, I'm been down, but I've been preaching patience with Lakers fans being positive. Oh, we'll turn around, we'll turn around. Let them go through the ground pain to learn from it, just like any other great organization group. Look where we are now, you know. I'm just excited. I want to see them come back, man. Because I want to shut Clipper Darrow up because he talks a bunch of stuff. I just want Lakers to win. The Clipper Darrow can be quiet. Skip this. All the haters in my DMs talking. I want them to be quiet once we win. Well, I, have a, I have a bunch of screenshots. I, 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 I know screenshots. you've had him on your show. Because, yeah. Um, he's going to be on our show next week. Do you have anything you want us to tell him for you? <laughs> tell, tell him San Diego Clippers. San Diego. <laughs> there it is. It's, it's all over Clipper Gerald, man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you brought up a good point, Pat, with the, the Clippers. I want to talk about that really quick. One thing that I see, actually, with this stoppage is I, I really think it actually helps the Clippers and it helps their chances of re-signing uh, their two stars, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, win or lose this year, they can use the excuse, oh, we have unfinished business. We didn't get a chance to do two full seasons because they're only signed to two. And then they can, you know, re up at I really think this actually gives them the oh the unfinished business regardless of what happens this season and that they re-up. So I think Clippers owners are they're fine regardless of what happens at this point. I really feel like that's uh, something that's going on there. I think they, they have more to gain than lose and we of course with our aging superstar have a lot more to lose than gain by calling it a season. Right. I mean, yeah, the, the fact that LeBron is old um, oh, in, in, in NBA terms, yeah. obviously. But um, the fact that he's, you know, he's pretty much up there and he got a lot of wear and tear on his body. Um, you want him to win and win now um, because he doesn't have a lot of seasons to, let them, to lose. Um, however, I mean, when it comes to the Clippers, I mean, as I looked at them, like, don't get me wrong. Like, don't, I'm, they, they, look, they look strong. They do look strong. But... Um, like I'm very encouraged by that last game we played against them, and and when I'm and I, I highlighted it earlier before when when Lou Williams pretty much got you know um, you know singled out in the game, and they they literally attacked him, and LeBron did it personally pretty much anybody that he was had on, he was, that guy accept the screen, and he would just go ahead and attack either Lou Williams doing a jump shot or taking him to the rack, or and, and so. I feel good that that's still going to be there. Like, you can't hide him. Regardless of the fact that you might try to work out some exit and O's on the offensive end for Lou Williams, he's still got to play defense. And if LeBron got the ball, he can easily tell that guy, let's just switch out. And by that time, it's too much uncertainty, and we will have the advantage in that situation. So, 
I'm I'm like, look, man, as much as everybody fear, fear the Clippers, I actually want them to be strong because I want them to be like, now I want this new legacy. Like, you know how Lob City was pretty much was they only can get in the second round and they couldn't get past the second round. And that's their pretty much their legacy of, of Lob City is second round knockouts. I want the legacy of the, the, the Kawhi era to be just right there. You didn't get to the championship, but you were right there in the Western Conference final. Like you just got there one time. Out of like three years, you still couldn't win. get past Big Brother. Yeah, and you couldn't get past Lakers, or you losing to Houston, or Golden State beating you. Like, I want that to be a part of your le- legacy, and I want you to feel great with hope. And I want that. I mean, I really want them to feel hope because once it goes crashing yeah. down, oh man, I'm dude. I'm like, dude, I'm the cynic. I'm like, I can't. I mean, dude, I'm really would like that person that I want you to be at your best because when I whoop on you, and we do that. You ain't got no excuses, and you feeling worse. You feeling bad when we you like because this is it. They they talking loud. I mean, they talking madness right now. So I'm like, okay, that's why I'm mad. They got cheated, man, because that butt whooping was coming, and they got and they get we and they got cheated out of with this coronavirus. The coronavirus actually saved them, but I'm just me. I think they saved them. Though. But anyway, we'll see, we'll see. All right, guys, uh, Jonathan, please uh, make sure to tell all our listeners where they can find your podcast, where they can follow you. Please let them know. Follow me on Instagram, BigBabyJonathan underscore. Follow me on Twitter, BigBabyJonathan. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, BigBabyJonathan Sports Podcast. Like my Facebook page, BigBabyJonathan Sports Podcast Show. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. BigBabyJonathan Sports Podcast. Guys, definitely go follow because he's a great follow. He gets great interviews, and Mm -hmm. he's got a great sports podcast. So definitely follow BigBabyJonathan. All right, everybody. Thanks again. Hey, Big Baby, thanks for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure. Uh, we'd love to have you back here soon. Um, we've got some great stuff again. Hopefully, we'll talk once the NBA gets back going, mm-hmm. or at least maybe they've settled on a solution or a mm-hmm. plan, and uh, everything's going to be grand when we get back there. So, uh, thanks again. Love having you. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. Money, and you guys can, you yeah, guys can come hey, on my hey, show, you guys. too, if you guys want. Definitely. Definitely. You know we'll be there. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jonathan, for coming on. I love all your, your input. I love, I love the the younger the younger Laker fan. You know, the two thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have a totally different perspective mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. And and, and, mm-hmm. and the fact that you knew to do the right thing and navigate to Kobe and not recognize LeBron as being the goat. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a virtual <laughs> pound. Right yeah. there, you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure, and we'll talk soon, guys. Thank you for coming on, too, baby. I mean, it was a a pleasure, for sure. All right, guys. Until next week, you know where to follow us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks again, big baby Jonathan. Wash (laughs) your hands. Lakers, for life. Peace. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, at The Profanity Nation, to keep up on L.A. sports and breaking news. And check in online at theprofanitynation.com. Thank you.